and must make the most of our limited time here. Each of us have these unique gifts to contribute to the world. And it's our job to develop these gifts and give them away. That's why I created the Preschool SLP podcast. The Preschool SLP is about working smarter to create real change in ourselves and in others. Being an SLP is a mission. It's about showing up every single day. It's about giving all of yourself. It's about evaluating your work. It's about innovating practice to change lives. Every single week, let's discuss topics that matter. What are the game-changing strategies? How can we treat the whole child? How can we create the truest and shiniest versions of ourselves and of our clients? We're here at the drawing board for a reason. You bring your own unique gifts. Together, let's create better. Today, I'm going to show you how to make it easy. I have my easy button. I'm going to show you five strategies that are going to make it easy this school year so you can have your lunch hours back, so you can have your paperwork time, so you can have your evenings and your weekends. And it's going to be such a game changer because you're going to be present in therapy. And when you're present in therapy, that's when the magic happens. So the first strategy I'm going to share with you is pick a sound of the week. So I like to use the handwriting without tears order of curriculum, and I will pick a sound of the week. And I share that sound with the occupational therapist, with the school teacher that I'm working with, and with the Google Slides deck that I send home. And that means that the child has a much more meaningful learning experience because they come to therapy with so much prior knowledge, or they come to home practice with so much prior knowledge, or the, or the classroom, or the physical therapist, or the occupational therapist. So because we all have a shared sound of the week, the child's going to experience learning in a much more meaningful manner. And that means they're going to learn more quickly, and they're going to be more apt to remember it and retrieve it at a later time. The second strategy of making it easy is to use the same activity across different settings. So for instance, this week I have the letter L and the activity I have, one of the activities I set up is all of the zoo animals. These zoo animals are lost at the zoo. And some of these animals are loud and some of them are quiet and we are going to have to put them in separate areas, whether they're loud or quiet when we find them as zoologists. 
So I can do this activity in person therapy in the form of a movement activity. I can take these animals and spread them all over the place and the child will have to find them and capture them with a pair of tongs, for instance, and catch them and bring them back to the zoo or put them in a net and bring them back to the zoo. There's lots of different options. I could also do them at a table and I could have the animals all hiding in the table and, and hide them and turn them upside down and give clues to what the animal is and find them that way and put them in the right place. I could also use them in teletherapy. I could give the checklist of the animals and whether they're loud or quiet checklist and email that to the student. And when I'm doing therapy and when we find the different animals in therapy, the child can check off whether the animal is loud or quiet after we find the animal. So there's lots of different options. In the classroom, I could have a large group activity and I could give each of the children one of the animals that we have to find. And I could give clues and we could guess whose animal we're finding right now. I could also use it in a setting in which I'm pushing in in the classroom. I could bring this activity with me into the classroom and have the children do it in an area of the classroom in a push-in manner. So these are all, it's always the same activity. What I'm doing is repurposing it. I'm using the same activity in any setting, be it teletherapy, direct therapy, movement therapy, at a table, in a classroom, in a large group, or in a classroom, in a small group, pushing in. It's the same activity. The name of the game is one and done. The third strategy is to make sure to use movement intervals with high concentration, challenging mental task. So in therapy, we only on average have 45 minutes a week. So that's not a lot of time. We need to challenge the children during this time for change to occur. So for instance, if you're going to a personal trainer and you only have 45 minutes a week, you're not going to take a stroll and go for a lovely walk during those 45 minutes. Change is not going to occur if you do that. Instead, a good trainer is going to work your whole body and have you do something like <clears throat> like weighted squats, or they're going to have you do burpees that works the entire body during that 45 minute time period. Now, because they're going to do it at a challenging pace, they're going to make sure to have breaks in there. So it's intervals. So what we're going to do with these children is we have them do these complex treatment targets, such as telling stories or such as giving complex paragraphs that contain three element clusters for articulation or we're going to perhaps have them identify a problem, a plan, an action, and how we're going to check it to completion. These are very high-level brain burpees that are going to challenge and change the brain. So we're going to need to give these children a movement break so that they're able to recover and once again provide 100%. So the third area that we're going to want to do is we're going to want to think about intervaling the high challenging speech, language, literacy, executive function tasks that we're giving these children with movement so that they can recover and once again perform at a hundred percent level. So when we're looking, thinking about this, it's all about not 
working the child beyond what the child is capable of and getting a lot of errors and you're going to get a lot of loss of focus. Instead, we're going to think about quality over quantity. And because challenge creates change, we're going to be able to challenge the child and the child perform accurately because we're interspersing these activities with movement. So what does that look like in speech therapy? In speech therapy, when children are giving me their complex speech or language or literacy targets, they are seated. I don't want someone walking around with 100-pound dumbbells all over the place because form is so important. So I want all of their cognitive load, all of their attention to the task at hand. Then we're going to take the movement break in which they engage in a task-oriented movement. In this case, it's saving the animals and bringing the animals back. Next, number four, I'm going to vary the activity only based on the individual goals. So when the child is, they're all, every all 50 children on my caseload are going to look for the animals and they're going to save the animals and bring them back to the zoo. But what's going to change is their treatment target. So some children may be using alternative and augmentative communication. They're going to use a device and then engage in the movement activity and find the animals. Another group of children may be working on language. They're going to tell me all the story behind what happened with the zoo. What are the steps they're going to need to take to save the animal? First, we need to find the animal. Next, we need to run to catch the animal. Then we need to take the animal back to the zoo because that's how we save the animals. That would be a language goal. A literacy goal, I might have them identify the elements of the story. Who is the character, the zoologist? What is the problem? The animals are all lost. And another child who has executive function difficulties, I may have them go through the process of finding out what is the problem? How do you make a plan? What are the actions you're going to take? And what is the consequence? So the activities remaining the same, one and done. And what we're doing is repurposing it with each of the 50 children on the caseload with diverse needs. The treatment target is different. So what they're doing when they're seated and what is their challenging goal that they're working on is going to be different for each of the children. The activity remains the same. It's an educationally rich, developmentally appropriate activity that treats the whole child. Next, we're going to think about what about the home to school practice? So once again, we're going to get to that theme. In the child's school and child's therapy, we are focusing on the letter L. We want that home to school connection. So I like to send a Google Slides deck home to the parents each week and find and the parent will pick one or two activities to do with the child. These Google Slides decks are very low tech. There's no fast moving images or loud flashing sounds. We're not, it's not about stimulating the amygdala. These sounds are higher level language, speech, and literacy task 
that are going to be of pivotal importance in preparing the child for academic success in elementary school. So the, the parent is working with the child and the child comes to the parent with all of this wonderful prior knowledge in the home practice. So the theme of the Google Slides will be the letter L. And there's going to be all of these L activities and the child's gonna have all of these things that start with a letter L to share from school. It's a wonderful way to bridge the home to school connection. Google Slides. And as I've mentioned before, the latest research indicates that yes, parent to child interaction is everything, but there's actually greater benefits when you have an enhanced storybook when which you are focusing on higher level skills than a traditional storybook. So sometimes we have to take the good and get rid of the bad. We don't want a child interacting with a screen but we do want a child interacting with a parent in which pivotally important skills that are meaningful to the child are presented in an interactive manner. We can have our cake and eat it too. So these are the five ways we can make it easy. It's really about repurposing. Repurposing because we have a shared theme, repurposing because we can use the same educationally rich activity that treats the whole child across multiple settings. Repurposing because we're going to use this activity within movement in which the child is able to perform at 100% level because we're using this educationally rich goal-directed movement activity that allows the child to fully recover. And once again, we're repurposing because the only area that's changing is the individual child's goal in which the child is performing their goal to interact within the activity. Only thing that's changing at the end is you're sending the same Google Slides deck to all of the children on your caseload, building that home to school connection. And the parent is selecting out of the eight activities in the Google Slides deck, the one or two activity that they feel their child would enjoy the most. So it's all about making it easy and being one and done. And why we're doing this is because we are developing a very wonderful, educationally rich, meaningful activity that treats the whole child. And we're giving that to every child on the caseload and simply making modifications. This is so much better than doing 50 different activities for the 50 children on your caseload that are not well developed, that are of lower educational rich, lower skill level techniques. You don't want to do that. Give them the top shelf good stuff. I think of it as if you're making a huge pot of organic soup with organic vegetables and bone broth. And it's, it's just the best thing in the world for every child that you service. Give them the top shelf stuff. It's just like if you see a personal trainer or a physical therapist, they develop these very elaborate, wonderful activities, and they do the same activities with the bodybuilder, with the person that's morbidly obese, with the average Jill or Joe. Everyone after the next is going to get the same wonderful total body experience. They're simply going to make modifications based on their individual clients. 
they are repurposing, which allows them to be more present for the child, for the individual client. This is a wonderful technique to use. It is going to up-level your practice, the quality of your interaction, and you're going to find it's going to up-level the gains. That's really the best part. You're going to see it in the numbers too. When you do your pre and post test, you're going to find that these children are making wonderful gains. And that's because you're giving them educationally rich, engaging activities, not just flying by the wing of your pants and pulling out different activities for speech and language and literacy and, and, and going by the seat of your pants. So if you haven't checked out my Sparkle and School membership yet, check it out at www.kellyvest.com. The membership is starting this Friday. I'm so excited. And as I've mentioned, L is where we're starting at. Loving Me is the theme. And we're going to have wonderful educationally rich activities, wonderful Google Slides decks to share. And we're also going to have a very, very nice tutorial that I give on how I use the activity, as well as templates of emails to share to parents to explain what you're doing that week in school. So it's really going to be one and done for you. And you're going to have all of that on Friday morning so that you are ready for the next week. You can take that and you can use it as is. All of the materials are included, or you can adapt it based on your individual clients. So I'm so excited and I hope that you are going to be one of the founding members and this kind of one of my people, my grassroots tribe. And I hope that you're going to join by this Friday because I don't want you to miss one single lesson. They are that good and you are going to find that your students' eyes are sparkling, your eyes are sparkling. You are going to finally be able to be present and you're going to be proud because you're going to have educationally rich activities for every child on your caseload. Okay, so we're going to take all this information, roll up our sleeves and make the world a better place one child at a time. Oh,